powerful ocean waves driven by offshore storm surges slammed into a U.S. military installation in the Marshall Islands on Saturday night, causing damage and resulting in the evacuation of all non-mission personnel from the island. Flooding from the waves also hit two airports at Eileen Laplap Atoll, leaving rocks, coral and debris in their wake, which is likely to keep those airports closed for weeks. Other islands also reported flooding and moderate damage. Kuroi Hawkins spoke with RNZ Pacific's Marshall Islands correspondent, Guff Johnson, about the incident. Okay, so Saturday night, uh, there were uh, uh, large waves, not certainly tsunami level waves, but let's say in the meter to two meter height level that rolled across a number of atolls here. And where the damage seems to be the most uh, extreme was at one of the important islands in the Kwajalein Missile Range, which is the U.S. Army run facility at Kwajalein Atoll. Uh, the island of Roy Namur, which is up in the northern sector of, of Kwajalein, uh, <clears throat> which houses some very sophisticated ballistic missile defense related equipment, radars and so forth. In any event, uh, they've evacuated people from the island. They did that uh, Sunday to get people off the island. Nobody seems that that nobody was really seriously injured uh, except one person had, was was hospitalized but said to be stable. Uh, but these waves just came in and broke doors down on, you know, on the dining hall. Went, I mean, just literally blew through the dining hall, through other buildings, uh, and flooded a big part of the atoll or big part of that island, uh, damaging, you know, living quarters, damaging the the cafe, damaging the theater. I mean, this is a military base, right? So they've got all these different facilities. Um, and another atoll that was heavily affected is Eiling Laplap, which is nearby Kwajalein. Two of the islands there, the runways on those islands are just a total disaster, filled with rocks and coral and debris because the wave just washed up and over and carried all this junk and garbage on. And it'll take them weeks and weeks to clear that, even if they ultimately get some heavy equipment out from Majuro by ship, you know, get bulldozers out and clean it. But I mean, it just looks like a riverbed now, you know, these runways, these airfields that are used for weekly or more than weekly air service. I mean, they're just, they were wiped out. Uh, And several other islands are saying they had flooding Kili, where the Bikini people live. Uh, interestingly, Majuro here in the capital, uh, we didn't see much, a little bit of inundation. There was some. And maybe that just reflects more seawalls, more protection, possibly. I don't know. Um, but but Kwajalein, Roynamore, that's where the biggest impact seems to be, and particularly since the Army decided they had to evacuate uh, about 80 people from the, uh, that island. We've heard of sort of king tides and this kind of thing in the past in in and across Micronesia. Is this is this what this is, or is is this something else? No, it, this is what's interesting about this event uh, on Saturday night is that we are in mid cycle on our normal uh, tides, right? So we had 
high tide was about the, the big high tide for January was about 10 days ago. And we're now building up to end of the month, beginning of February for the next high tide uh, series for a couple of days. So this is mid tide, not high tides at all, by you know, like on the scale. Uh, uh, so it, it shows you a couple of things. One is it, it, clearly was related to storm surges like off some hundreds of miles distant from Kwajalein or from the Marshall Islands, uh, storm surges that supercharged currents and pushed waves across the atolls. Um, so that's one issue. Secondly, the fact that this could happen at a time when the tide is not high shows you that overall the level of sea, the sea level rise has continued unabated for the last 30 years. And so the levels of water are simply higher than they were many years ago. And so when you have a storm driven, uh, storm driven waves like that, just the fact that the sea level is already elevated puts us at risk on an atoll. And I want to add, that I read all the time in in media accounts of, of atolls. People try to explain what it's like living on an atoll to people who have never been on one, right? And usually they say the atolls are are no more like they're like two meters above sea level, right? Well, I find very few places here that I can say are actually two meters above sea level. And I would say most places like my house where I live is about a half a meter or maybe one meter out of the water. Like when you say high tide, yeah, it's like a half a meter, right? We know two meters up. So you appreciate that when you're only like half a meter or a meter above the normal high tide and then you get a storm surge, uh, that's why atolls are in a very precarious situation that's an elevated risk due to sea level rise. Now, the, the military personnel obviously have been evacuated. Um, are the people in other other affected islands getting the help they need? Are they still there? Yeah. What's going on with them? Well, this is another interesting aspect of the situation is that apparently the the islands where a lot of Marshallese, you know, the, the Marshallese islands that are nearby, there's one about three miles away, uh, which is a community of about a thousand Marshallese, many of whom work at Roynamur at the base and go there every day. Uh, they were not affected, or at least early reports say they were not affected. And other islands in kind of in the vicinity that have Marshallese communities in Kwajalein were said not to be affected. And I think Part of it's just maybe the particular location of Roynamur at the very northern tip of the atoll and the direction that the, you know, the waves were coming, the currents. And whereas some of the more po these po other populated islands are a little south, a little farther away, so they're not in the direct impact zone uh, for the waves. So that may be why uh, they didn't feel it. But as I mentioned, Eiling Lablap, Kili, some other atolls and islands uh, very definitely were hit by, uh, by the waves and suffered significant flooding.